0: Shannon here with Animal Love Languages, your friendly neighborhood host of Let's Talk to Animals. And we have been talking quite a bit about animal communication made practical, simple. And we've also been talking quite a bit about pet grief and loss, as many of you know. I recently lost my precious soul bird of 24 years. I raised him from a five-week-old chick, and it was a very sudden, very unexpected loss. So in the last episode in particular, I talked quite a bit more about navigating that transition With him, and I have been sharing over on Instagram about some of the different ways that Pearl has returned to me from the spirit side. And so I thought I would spend this episode of Let's Talk to Animals sharing some of those stories with you. And I also want to issue you a special invitation a pet grief support and pet Reiki experience carefully curated just for you. And in honor of Pearl's 24 years, the cost for this two-hour workshop is just $24. It's going to be live on Zoom with me. Lots of amazing information. And you can head over to animallovelanguages.com backslash enroll to claim your spot. I do want to make you aware of this now because spaces are limited. So I wanted to share some of the stories in case you don't follow us over at Instagram and you, maybe you're not much of a social media person, which trust me, I can totally relate to that. There are days that I don't, I don't check at all, but We are over at Love and Feathers and Shells over on Instagram. So you can find us there. One of the first ways that Pearl showed up to me was to give me a single flash, a single image of him back in his physical form. And I'm still kind of unpacking what's unfolding with that and more to be revealed. But he showed me a very specific image. And gave me a very specific name. And it was just a very brief flash. And it actually happened the day that he passed out of his physical form. So I'm not going to say too much more about that right now because more to be revealed. And I want to wait and share the whole story, but I share that because I was Absolutely distraught. And if you haven't listened to the last episode of Let's Talk to Animals yet, I encourage you to go back and listen to that because I actually share what it was like for me, how I responded and it's going to debunk any misconceptions you may have any myths that may be circulating that becoming a professional animal intuitive or a reiki master practitioner or becoming certified in any other form of intuitive art or energy work somehow exempts a person from the actual experience of grief and loss it doesn't. Now I'm not trying to make a blanket statement. I'll say it doesn't, it didn't. And it doesn't for me in many ways that, that day of waking up to find that Pearl had passed out of his physical body. I, I will honestly say it was the worst day of my life. It was so painful. So Now, the good news is all of the training that I've had, not just in uh, the intuitive arts and the psychic arts and energy healing, but also in my many, many years, decades really of recovery from disordered eating, from anorexia and bulimia, from anxiety and depression. I have a ton of tools in my toolkit. And actually, that's part of why I am offering this Pet Loss and Grief Support and Pet Reiki Workshop on march 7th because i want to share those tools with you it did not exempt none of these tools none of the training that i've had exempted me in any way from the feelings that had to move up and through me and out of me that i had to go through this process it's part of being an embodied soul that we go through these processes we have to allow ourselves to move through these processes we can't, if we try to tamp down, if we try to stall out, or if our mind gets involved and starts to tell us, you should be too evolved now to go through that. Definitely go back and listen to the last episode. I shared a story about how Jesus responded to his friend Lazarus's death. And whether you hail from a Christian tradition or you're kind of uh, all inclusive like I am, or you have another tradition, Stories like this abound, we see very highly evolved souls and they, the main difference is they know to allow themselves to actually go through and move through this grief process. And the more allowing there is, the less stuckness and the less extended the process becomes. I don't think stuckness is a word, by the way, but the less painful and, and stressful the grieving process becomes because the, there's the, this part of us that says, okay, I okay. I accept this. I, I know I need to move through this. It's not very pleasant for me, but it's also not going, it's not terminal. It's not going to last forever. And the only way that it does feel like it's going to last forever is if we refuse to engage. We refuse to allow that energy to move up and through us. And so those were things that happened on the very first day. And I just, the other reason I share that with you is I, I, even though I'm not going to be able to share the whole story right now, because I don't have the whole story yet, it's still unfolding. And I cannot wait to share the whole story with, with you, because I feel like there's quite a bit more in the images and the messages that Pearl sent me that very day. But I also want to share you know i often get questions from from my parent clients or my animal guardian clients and they ask me do i need to wait until my animal has acclimated to life in the spirit in the spirit body in the on the in the on the other side life without a physical form and my answer is no now there can be cases where an animal is disembodied quite suddenly, maybe because of an accident or a very, very sudden illness. And maybe they need uh, a little bit of time to adjust, but I've never found that this takes more than a few minutes because this is not this is none of us, our first rodeo moving back and forth across what many call the veil. And, and I, I like that analogy, not because there's actually such a thing as a veil but because there is a difference in degrees of energetic vibration when we have a physical form we are subject to gravity things can feel more dense they take more time everything feels very solid and very quote unquote real and in a way that there everything is lighter it's softer it's more fluid it's more easeful on the spirit side and it's so it this isn't a process of i've suddenly woken up and i'm an alien in an alien land this is oh this is my other home and so the the acclimatation the acclimatization sorry i don't think that's a word either process it's more like you have a winter home and a summer home and you when you go to your summer home maybe it feels a a little different. Maybe there's a few little details that are missing. Maybe there are birds nesting on your porch and they weren't there when you left last fall, but you still recognize it as home. And so, this is why I personally, unless the animal specifically tells me otherwise, I have never found that there's a need to wait to reconnect and to continue the conversation and continue sharing. Pearl has also made it very clear to me it's very important for me to share how I'm feeling with him. And so I've been very honest. Every time I go by his beautiful little grave site in our backyard, I reach down and I touch the little plant on top of the stone that we put over his actual burial area. And I say, my love, my love, my love. Or I'll go out and I'll say, I miss you so much. Or I will never stop loving you or whatever is in my heart, whatever I feel like I just want to say or want to speak. And I encourage you to actually do this out loud. Talk to your animal and spirit out loud. They're still listening. They still have ears, but they're soul ears. They're not physical ears. And so it's that soul and that animal that is listening very intently and wanting very much to share with you in your grieving process, how you're feeling in any given moment on any given day. They also want to share with you how they're feeling. And several times when I've been working with Reiki, either with clients, or my mom is having some um, physical issues, and I've been giving her daily Reiki, and I will see Pearl come through. And he was a tiny little bird. If you're not familiar and you're listening, or maybe you've just found let's talk to animals, head over to Instagram. To love and feathers and shells or animal love languages. And you can see how tiny he was as a, as a physical form. He was a petite cockatiel. He never weighed more than 78 grams, 80 grams tops. And that might have been just after a really robust meal. And so, I mean, there are fledgling cockatiels who outweigh him significantly. So he was always a very tiny bird in his physical form, but his presence, his energy was like an eagle. In fact, the very first time I posted his picture on social media, somebody commented and said, "Is that a baby bald eagle?" And I have always loved that, not just because somebody actually thought that I had a permit to keep a baby bald eagle or rehabilitate a baby bald eagle, but just because he he does have he embodies that energy. He's always been a regal eagle. And that was one of our nicknames for him. And so, and he had this little bald eagle stuffed toy that he just loved. And he. so I, I feel that energy and I see him now when he was in his physical form, he came to me at five weeks old and he had been bullied and he had had a few of his claws nipped off and he had had the tip of his left wing damaged so he could never grow those long flight feathers. But in the spirit form, when he comes to me, when he comes through me, I always see him coming from, from the back. He comes in through my chest and his wings are enormous and they're glorious and he's fully fledged, which is to talk about warming a cockatiel mommy's heart. I just love it. And he comes through most strongly with my mom because they were very bonded as well. He's also shown me this is one of my favorites. I had a dream about two weeks after he passed, and this was my first time dreaming about him. And unlike so many of the dreams I had before he passed, which were all kind of me working out my fears about avian safety issues and things like that. And I even wrote a chapter in our memoir of Life Together, Love and Feathers, what a palm-sized parrot has taught me about life, love, and healthy self-esteem. I wrote a chapter called 101 Ways a Cockatiel Can Die, because I was so paranoid about it while he was alive. And every single day of our 24 years together, at some point, I would find him doing something or thinking about doing something or near something that I didn't think was totally avian safe, And I would have those worries. And so of course, they haunted my dreams. But when he came to me, after he passed into his spirit form in the dream state, it was absolutely phenomenal. What happened is that I woke up one morning and I was laying on my side and my hand, if you're watching the video, you can actually see this or you can imagine it if you're listening to the podcast version. My hand was on my left shoulder. And this is really interesting because he almost always sat on my right shoulder when he was embodied. And so here he is on my left shoulder, which is symbolically where our companion angel throughout life will show up and and you can often feel that presence. Our guardian angel tends to be on our right, our companion angel is on our left. So he's now on my left shoulder and my hand is cupped around him exactly the same way I used to cut my hand around his body. And I, I, my, my thumb was moving and I could feel his soft feathery head underneath my thumb. And I was giving him neck feather rubs just the way I used to do when he was with me. And I stayed there for quite some time. As I slowly woke up and I just felt his soft feathery head. And then when I kind of fully came to, I flopped over and started to contemplate it and then fell back asleep. And what I saw was so remarkable. My dad passed a year and a half ago and Pearl and my dad were bonded at the beak. They were just two peas in a pod. Pearl would sit on my dad's shoulder and dad would play guitar and Pearl would sing lead. It was just in, it was just, they had their thing. So in the dream, I saw my dad sitting on the couch with his TV tray and his, and his lunch, just like they often sat when Pearl was in his physical form. And Pearl was in the middle dad had a plate like a shallow large bowl and there was a lot of greenery in it and pearl loved greens he loved chewing on greens and then there was a pita bread in the middle of it my mom likes to make these salad wrap things with homemade pita breads. So there's this pita bread in the middle that made kind of a tent and in the middle this is in the dream my dad's sitting there eating his lunch and in the middle of his bowl underneath the pita bread tent was a little gray and white feathery head. And this was so like the two of them. Pearl knew that he could just run down my dad's shoulder and just jump into the middle of his plate and eat whatever he wanted. Dad let him chew on newspapers and library books and remote controls and anything that he wanted to chew on. So the moment he would see see my dad when I would bring him over to visit, he would just lean off the edge of my shoulder and start flapping. like he'd hold his wings out and start flapping and he would just go to my dad and then forget that I existed for the rest of the day. He just was over to get pampered and spoiled by his grandbird parents and so it was so beautiful because they were just having the best time together and I, I can feel them both on the spirit side and they're just together and what was really neat is that all the rest of us, uh, Flash Gordon, our dachshund, Malty, my tortoise, me, and my mom, and Io, our box turtle, were all in the next room. And so the message was very clear that we're just in the next realm. We're still here. We're just in the next room. And I felt Pearl's messages to me very clearly again and again and again. And this is the most amazing part. And I apologize. I don't have the technical savvy to pick up. Maybe I do. Maybe I do. Let me pick up this laptop here and see if I can do this. And I'm going to bring it over. If you're watching the YouTube version, I'm going to bring this laptop over here to this little painting, which you're probably pretty familiar with because it's in most of my Posts and you can see our five regulars. I've had this painting for years. I've loved this painting for years. You can see our five regulars. And then if you look just a little bit farther along the perch, you may notice something unique. This appeared a few days ago and I posted about it on our Instagram. There is now this outline of a cockatiel. And I'm going to bring it closer so you can see it. There's an image of a cockatiel. And I just, because I wanted to make sure that my eyes weren't playing tricks on me, I brought my mom in and I asked her to look at the perch and tell me what she saw that was new and different. And she saw it right away. Mr. Pearl has shown up and is now sitting on the perch. He is watching over me. He's watching over all of us. This is the area where I do my posts and I do... All of the work that I do as an animal communicator and the Reiki healing, lead workshops and do my yoga and all kinds of important things in my life. And Pearl has installed himself on the perch so he can supervise just like he used to do when he was embodied. And so I share all of this on this week's episode. Because I want to encourage you, if your heart is just feeling heavy, if it's feeling closed to miracles, if you've kind of, we do this, you know, we kind of go into lockdown when we we have a, a great loss or a great a great grief, and for many of us, we've had quite a few of them. This these these past couple of years have brought shock after shock to. The fundamental wiring of our fight, flight, or free survival system, as well as to our very sensitive emotional system, to our minds, to our physical bodies. And we're really, on so many levels, we're weary. And so when a new grief presents itself, sometimes it can just feel like, okay, enough is enough. I have to draw the line somewhere I can't take anymore. And I will admit freely that I felt that way at first when I found Pearl, all of a sudden I was not prepared for it at all. Everything had been fine the night before. And I just, I had this moment where I was like, anything but this, you know, I can't do this anymore. And so I want you to know that I, I get it. I do. We, we, we shut down. We do. Sometimes it's just, it's the smart thing to do in the moment. It keeps us alive. At least we're still breathing. I mean, there is such a thing as broken heart syndrome. It's an emotional response. that's so deep and catastrophic. It mimics the experience of a heart attack and and it can kill you. So sometimes shutting down is the right choice. Sometimes that's the smart play. And yet there are comes a time when the immediacy of the threat has passed we realize okay i did actually survive that thing that i thought i wouldn't survive and now i have to make a choice am i just going to exist or am i still wanting more i'm still here i have a life to live am i just going to exist and survive or do i still Deep down in my heart of hearts and my soul of souls, do I still want to thrive? Do I still have hope? Do I still have dreams? Do I still somewhere deep down inside me want to connect in a love relationship of any kind? Again, it can be with a house plant. It can be with the tree in your front yard. It can be with the, for years I've had ladybug messengers come to me and it's always one at a time and they will land on me or they'll alight in in an area where I just see them. And it's always kind of an add a girl message for me, like chin up, you know, you can, it's going to be okay. You're on the right path. And so wherever that starting point is for you, I want to encourage you to let yourself out of lockdown, allow yourself to to, to, to open back up to feeling, you know, sometimes the grief can feel so intense and it can feel so debilitating that we get 90% of the way through it. And then we think, okay, that's it. It's like, you know, you've, you've, you've decided to run a marathon and you stop three yards from the finish line. And so sometimes what happens uh, many, many times I've witnessed this And I've guided clients who have spent decades, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years grieving, unable to talk about the animal or the human loved one that they lost, unable to go back in and finish their grieving process so they can open back up again. And in an hour, in the space of an hour, just having a connection with another human soul who says, I get it, I understand. And by the way, you're really brave. It helps them. And there's this whole new birth that takes place. There's this whole new level that emerges that they didn't even realize was there. And so many things start to make sense. So many pieces start to fall into place because they went back and and finished what they'd started and said yes to what doesn't kill me not only makes me stronger, but it makes me brighter. It makes me kinder. It makes me braver. It makes me more empathic. It makes me more intuitive. It makes me feel more alive. And so that is why I want to encourage you If you're struggling, if you're grieving, if and it doesn't just have to be an animal, any species, we're all animals here on this round blue and green world. If you feel isolated, if you feel like you're struggling, please join us for this Pet Messages from the Other Side workshop. It's going to be very special, and I'm really looking forward to it because I'll be honest, I need support too. And I know Pearl's going to show up in spades, and I know that the animals attached to the people that are going to attend this workshop are going to show up, and I I want you to be a part of it. I want you to have this experience along with us. And there is a possibility that anything wonderful could happen when we just re-engage and we open back up to... The subtle miracle of reconnection on either side of the veil. In many ways, our animals, because most of the time they will pass before us, our animals remind us that this is another home. This isn't anything to be scared of. Our animals aren't scared of death the way that we are. It can be a little discombobulating to go through the process of separating from a physical body. There's always going to be that element, but their remembrance, their emotional memory is so much more intact than ours is. And so it's so much easier for them to move back and forth and back and forth. And you may even discover that your animal wants to come back to you. I've helped several of my pet parent clients and you can head over to animallovelanguages.com backslash blog and you can read several of the stories that they've allowed me to share about shepherding animals back into a new physical form to have yet another wonderful experience of life here on on earth together and so i want to encourage you to consider that anything is possible and if you've been feeling stuck if you've been feeling lost if you've been feeling enervated or without inspiration or just kind of dead inside then this is calling out to you to say let's rekindle that inner flame let's call your spirit let's call your brave heart back into your physical body re-engage and reawaken to fresh possibilities for messages from your pets from the other side for new love relationships of all kinds in the most wild and wonderful places and new friendships between you, me, other fellow humans who love animals. This is what our grieving hearts need. And so I hope today's episode has been inspirational to you. I hope you've enjoyed hearing some of these stories about how my own recently departed love pearl is returning to me and some of the signs and the wonders that I'm experiencing. And I would love to hear from you. I love to hear your stories. I love to hear about your animal loves. Please do leave a like, uh, go ahead and subscribe anywhere that you find this podcast or blog leave a comment. It truly does help keep our little show alive and thriving. And I hope you will join us for the pets on the other side workshop, which is coming up soon. Okay. All my love, my dear ones. Bye for now.